Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. As usual, thank you for listening. Today, let's talk about fear. Fear has so many different definitions. A lot of different uh, different thoughts. I remember uh, some people say fear is your best friend. And other people, uh, one famous quote is, uh, there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That's John F. Kennedy said that. I don't happen to agree with that. Um, And I understand where he was going with that idea. But, um, in other words, you can't let fear paralyze you. And, And that much is true. Fear is multifaceted. A lot of therapy hours have been spent in uh, helping people with fear. And phobias come from that. But let's think about it in a more biblical way. And part of it would fold over into how we deal with our relationship with God. The verse that most preachers will immediately gravitate to is Proverbs 1.7. And basically that one says that the that Fear is to be fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's the first half of that. And that's not uh, that's not a bad way to look at it. But a lot of times with fear, it's not necessarily the dread itself, it's fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown, whether it's unknown consequences, unknown occurrences, things that will happen to you that cause that fear. In the Bible, Fear is looked at as a healthy thing if you direct it at God. But it's not a fear of terror, running, hiding in a corner. It's more of a fear of awe and respect. So think about, think about this. And I've mentioned the volcano metaphor before, you know, where 
you have to approach the volcano prepared because if you don't then the heat kills you and it's not because the volcano just decided to kill you it's just that's what happens when you approach a volcano you know maybe in a bathing suit something like that I think uh, the thing that God would like us to have is a it's a healthy reverential respect of his fantastic awesome wonder it's it's the kind of thing and to be honest you know, I've never experienced this but but uh, if you read accounts of astronauts that go into space and look out into the void and see the unbroken endless space and stars that it absolutely takes your powers of description away and they know that there is a million things that can go wrong that could end their lives the spacecraft could malfunction go the wrong direction somebody could make an error the suit you know their oxygen can fail the suit can fail anything you know and when when you're there and you're beholding that and you're looking down you're looking at the sun in the in the earth you know the hearing their description their, their descriptions uh, neil armstrong's one i'm thinking about it just you know that is when you get an idea of the reverential wonder and respect and it has to do with boundaries because all of a sudden you get just a glimpse of where you are in the food chain about how precious life is and how quick it can go and things of that nature you know and that's a healthy thing because you begin to understand limitations see this is one thing and I know definitely in the US we don't like to hear no nobody wants to hear the word no you can't do that no you can't do that you know because it's forever seems to be like you know oh no everything's possible well yeah in, in a matter of speaking <laughs> you know and and if we don't like you know and if and if somebody says no you can't do that you know or that's that's something that's impossible for you then then what we do is we redefine the rules we you know we redefine the rules for example um very few people I have a a, a friend who was uh in the air force and to fly a fighter jet and he didn't because he didn't qualify <laughs> but to fly a fly is, is like a very very unique skill not everyone can do that and by the way not everyone can even get in the fighter jet 
But even if you can, you know, there's so many things. And, you know, the fact is, if you're seven feet tall, you may not get to fly a fighter jet. The answer may be no. It's like, well, you know, okay. Well, I, I flew this kind of jet, that's a, that, and, and that, that's been in a fight, so that's a fighter jet. No. You know, we, you know, we redefine the goal as far as what it is so that we can achieve it. So, so we, we, in other words, we play semantic games. No is a healthy word <laughs> when it shows us where we're supposed to be to keep us safe. I mean, it just is. Uh, if you go to uh, if you go to a natural wonder like the Grand Canyon or Victoria Falls in Africa or or even the the the, the coasts of northern England where they drop straight off to rocks and and the north and the sea and there are other places you get an idea that, hey, if I get too close, I may fall into this. And that's happened, by the way, in the Grand Canyon. People will be taking selfies, all right, you know, with their, with their camera phone, you know, with their cam camera on their phone, and back up. And I think one person did, not too long ago, fell into the Grand Canyon. Killed them. Limitations. Barriers are there for a reason. I never will forget a video I saw of, of a, a woman being mauled by a polar bear. Which, by the way, polar bears are like the most dangerous bear. But here's the thing. There was a boundary. Well, she wanted a closer picture of the polar bear. So she gets over the boundary and gets in there. And guess what? The bear grabbed her. Yeah, it did. Because it's a bear, and I feel horrible for her. And she got a, you know, she lived, had a ton of stitches and all this stuff. Boundaries are there for a reason, and that's what fear can help us with. And that's kind of what God has in mind. And it's not that He's trying to ruin our day. It's that. It's that God wants us to be happy with our relationship with Him, but it still has to be within boundaries. Where are those boundaries? They're in the Bible. That's why we have it. And if all He wanted to do was tell us, you know, you can't do this, can't do this, can't do this, then the Bible could have been like, you know, condensed down to maybe, I don't know, a chapter. Of all the stuff he, you know, maybe maybe a book. All the stuff he didn't want us to do. But 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 it's not. It's all about the positives and the negatives. You know, it's the, it's the can do, can't do, or shouldn't do. And by the way, there's a whole lot of stuff that people can do that they shouldn't do. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> you know, uh, been been a few deaths at parties over drinking. Yeah, doing that. 
So here's the thing. Fear for us, for someone who has a relationship with God through Jesus, you ought to be looking at the, being a, the cheerful fearful. And the fear ought to be an awe and respect and admiration of exactly the magnificence that God is. And the fact that it's not just, you know, he's not impersonal like a volcano. He's reaching out to us. That's why he came. He's done everything. That's why we have the Bible. That's why we have the Spirit. That's why we have churches. That's why we have pastors, preachers, teachers. Because God is reaching out to us. But fear, if it's negative, can stifle life, stifle your life. There's plenty of therapy over that. But a healthy fear kind of shows us where we are in our boundaries. You know, it's, 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 it's fascinating. When little children play outside, a lot of times they find out what kind of bugs they can pick up because the bug stings them or bites them. I've had that happen. And then you and then you remember, oh wow, I don't need to touch the big fuzzy red one. That one will mess me up. So fear can be a healthy thing, yes. But like anything else, it has to be in balance. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. And I think somewhere in the New Testament, Jesus said, don't fear those who can destroy the body, but fear the one who can destroy the body and the soul and throw them into hell. That's pretty heavy. But the point is, if you're going to fear, then have a healthy fear and have fear, fear of God in awe and respect. And also think of this and, and, and try to get a little comfort out of it from this angle. What we fear is the unknown because we just don't know. We just don't know what's going to happen next. You know, if I do this, is this going to happen to me? A lot of times, a lot of times we do. And then we're banking on the on maybe we'll get, you know, maybe the, the consequences will come. Maybe they won't. But God also says that God's not mocked whatsoever a person or a man, says man, sows, they'll also reap. So you do something, you know, you do something, something's coming back. All right. But it also goes on the good side, too, by the way. If you're good to people, you reach out to people. Good can come back to you. Now, fear of the unknown. If you know God, if you have a personal relationship with God, there's no reason to fear anything. No reason to fear anything else because you know the unknown. He is the unknown. 
when in the book of Acts, when Paul was in Athens, he saw a statue and said, you know, to an unknown God. So he goes to the philosophers there and he says, I'm here to, to proclaim to you this unknown God. And that's just it. God is, he's the ultimate unknown. But here's the kicker. He's made himself known to us. And he did it on purpose. And he did it because he cares, because he loves, because he wants to have that relationship with us. But, yeah, needs to be awesome respect. Sometimes in certain Protestant circles, I think, uh, I think we lose track of that because, because we get this, this, oh, God's an old buddy, old pal, old friend of mine. He's a big man upstairs kind of stuff. And that's just junk because that cheapens who he is in, in some ways. Yeah, he wants to be closer than a brother, but you still, look, he's the volcano. <laughs> he's the supernova. So, God wants a humble heart. And when you approach him that way, he wants to reach out. And he can, and he will. So with that in mind, be cheerful in the fact that if you know God, you know the unknown, and if you know him, that's the only place your fear, awe, and respect ought to go. And then you don't need to fear the unknown anything anymore because you know the unknown personally through Jesus Christ. That's powerful, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's powerful. So, with that in mind, keep on keeping on. And one, throw a little tag in. If you like the ministry, if you like, uh, if this is helping you grow, uh, I've got an account on Patreon, L.A. Blackburn, and uh, I'd be happy if you'd support. But please, give to your church first and give to the poor. All right? Keep on keeping on. To this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth.